Hey, it's Mark here, and in this episode of TechSess, I'm going to be bringing you up to speed on the National Cybersecurity Centre's advice to organisations on what to do following Russia's attack on Ukraine. Welcome to TechSess, the show that provides the information you need to know so that technology can help your business to be more successful. Organisations should follow the National Cybersecurity Centre's advice and act on improving their resilience when we have a heightened cyber threat as we do right now after what's happened over in Ukraine. One of the things that NCSC advises to do is to prioritise any cybersecurity work over and above any other IT work that you might be planning to conduct in your business. So basically prioritise the security stuff first before any of the other work that you've been planning to do within your IT network. And that could be looking to temporarily boost defences while things are a bit unsettled and there's a higher risk of threat. Of course, none of us know for how long that temporary situation may last for. We could be facing years of an increased threat. But there are other things that they advise you to do. I'm going to bring you up to speed on their latest advice and what they recommend for businesses. Of course, all businesses need to balance risk and defence. And depending on the size of your organisation, depending on the industry you're in, what you do, who your customers are, who your suppliers are, may put you your business at greater risk than others. So it's worth considering your own individual situation. Now, one of the things that the NCSC says is that it is very rare for an organisation to be able to influence the threat level. So your actions will have to focus on reducing your vulnerability to attack in the first place and reducing the impact of a successful attack. Even the most sophisticated and determined attacker will use known vulnerabilities, misconfigurations or credential attacks if they can. Removing their ability to use these techniques can reduce the cyber risk to your organisation. So let's get into some actual practical advice and things that you can do within your business course you may have to liaise with your IT provider to implement some of this advice but at least you should be aware of what your organization needs to do so one of the basic quick wins is to check your system patching now we all know about keeping things up to date and regularly patching systems but in this current environment it's even more critical to ensure that desktops laptops and all the mobile devices that access your company data are all patched and this includes any third-party software. So web browsers, absolutely critical that web browsers are kept up to date just now, as well as everything else. So basically turn on automatic updates for everything and update things whenever you see a warning that there is a system update available. Don't just ignore it and delay it. Make sure you act on that and get things up to date as soon as you can. Of course, if you're Cyber Essential certified, then, you know, you have to comply with that 14-day window of ensuring that high and critical security updates are patched and you probably will already have a routine or a system in place to make sure that you comply with that. Next thing to do is to verify access control. So you should ask staff to ensure that any passwords that are used to access your business systems are completely unique and are not shared across their other non-business systems. So for example, not using the Facebook password for their company email account is a great piece of advice and also make sure passwords of course are strong and unique and any which aren't then should be changed immediately 
there's some really great advice from NCSC on password guidance and that is the three random words technique of creating a password. It's a really strong, secure and easy to remember way of creating passwords and we will include a link to that guidance in the show notes. As part of verifying your access controls, you should also review your user accounts for any of the systems that you have and remove any old or unused accounts. If you've got multi-factor authentication enabled and you should have for anything, then check that that's properly configured. Make sure it's enabled on any systems and user accounts, and especially for any administrator accounts and particularly for email accounts. Email accounts and business email compromise attacks are a really, really high attack vector. So, you know, making sure that you have multi-factor authentication on all your email, if that's 365 or whatever your email system is, make sure that's enabled. If you find out that using an email system that doesn't have the ability to have multi-factor authentication enabled, then you really need to consider migrating away from that email system. You should also ensure that any defences you have in place are actually working. So things like your antivirus software or your endpoint protection software, check that they are, one, they're enabled and they are up to date and they are receiving regular updates to their virus signatures. And also things like check your firewalls or have your IT company review current firewall rules. Make sure there's not any temporary rules that might have been left in place a while back and they've not been turned off and might be leaving you exposed. And of course, the one thing that most people think of when it comes to cybersecurity is backups. And although sometimes I've said that this is technically not a cybersecurity area, it's more just of a general IT support thing. I think backups kind of straddle the line between traditional IT and what I would class as cybersecurity. But you should ensure that any backups you have are actually running correctly, particularly when it comes to testing restoration. So it's really worthwhile testing that you can actually recover from your backups because, of course, when you need your backup, it's no longer a backup. It's a restore. And many businesses in the past have gone to recover from backups only to find out that they can't actually restore the data in a way that they thought they could or as quickly as what they thought they could. So check that there's also an offline copy of your backup, something that's not connected to the system or air-gapped, as I call it, so that a successful attack can't compromise the backup as well. So, for example, if you get hit with a ransomware infection, you need to ensure that your backup is not able to be encrypted by the ransomware as well. So it needs to have that air-gap to make sure that any infection can't jump to the backup because if your live data gets encrypted and your backup gets encrypted then you've got no choice but to potentially pay a hefty ransom in order to get access to your data again. Now one of the things that many businesses actually lack, even those businesses that have reasonable cybersecurity steps and services in place, is an incident response plan. The NCSC recommend that you check that your incident response plan is up to date. Again, there's some guidance on incident management that we will include a link to in the show notes for you. But they say that you should confirm that your escalation routes and contact details are all up to date. Ensure that the incident response plan contains clarity on who has the authority to make key decisions, especially if something happens out of your normal business and or office hours. And ensure that your incident response plan and the communication mechanisms it uses will be available, even if your business systems are not. 
So there's no point having your incident response plan stored, you know, in Microsoft SharePoint or on our local server to find out that for whatever reason you can't actually access your incident response plan. So good old fashioned, print it out, store it somewhere in your office so that if you do get hit with a cyber attack or something else happens to prevent you accessing it, that you can at least get your hands on that document. And finally, the NCSC also recommends that you should review any third-party access to your IT systems. I mean, this could include your IT provider and making sure that they are taking reasonable steps to secure the way that they access your systems remotely. It could be a software vendor that provides support for key line of business application and they maybe have remote access to your server or it could be any other systems that your systems are integrated with and either push data to or pull data in from. It's worthwhile reviewing what privileges is granted to anyone outside of your organization, so any third parties, and then obviously removing any access that's no longer required and ensuring that you understand the security practices that you know any of your third parties have in place. And of course, what I would say is probably the biggest, best piece of advice, whichever way you want to look at it, is to get Cyber Essentials certified. Now, the NCSC do recommend this as well, that you follow the Cyber Essentials standard. Of course, by getting the Cyber Essentials certified, you tick quite a few of the boxes that I've already talked about in this episode. I do have a dedicated episode about Cyber Essentials that I recorded way back at the start of when TechSess was launched last year. That kind of goes more in depth into what the technical controls are so you can get a better understanding of that. But the best thing to do is work with someone that is certified to get businesses through Cyber Essentials because the NCSC claim, and I back this up, that it will protect or reduce your risk of a common internet-based threats by 80%. And as I've said time and time again, cyber criminals, hackers go for low-hanging fruit because quite often they don't know what they're actually going to get. They don't know what the prize is. It's kind of like cracking a safe. If, if you don't know what's in it, you're not going to spend much time and effort trying to get in. And quite often it is the low-hanging fruit. It is the sitting ducks out there. So by getting Cyber Essential certified, not only do you get the nice badge and you get the certificate so you can show to your customers, to other businesses that you work with, you know, and assure your staff that you've actually taken the appropriate steps to reduce the risk of a cyber attack in your business, it does actually work. So you do get the nice, like I say, badge and certificate to go with it, but it does actually make a difference and make sure that, you know, okay, nothing's 100% effective, but it does mean that it's going to reduce the impact of an attack and hopefully make it much less painful for you to deal with. So there's no silver bullet to cybersecurity. There are many, many things that need to be considered and need to be put in place, but there are some basic things that you can do. Hopefully this podcast has opened your eyes to a few of the things that you should be thinking about just now. As always, if you've got any concerns or any further questions, then feel free to reach out to myself. I'm very easy to find on LinkedIn. There'll be links to my LinkedIn profile in the show notes. If you want to reach out and arrange a 15 minute free call with me, no obligation, completely confidential, then you can do that. If you go to m3networks.co.uk forward slash meet Mark, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, then you can 
get eyes on my calendar and you can book yourself straight in at a time that suits you. So I hope that's been useful. Stay safe and have a great week in business. We'll see you next time. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.